afford to be here. This is small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and today is your Monday quarantine bonus episode. It's also June 8th. And what is June 8th in the Rock Solid world? It is Kyle's 31st birthday. It's birthday by the Beatles. Happy birthday, Kyle. 31 years young. Born in 1989. Everybody head over to Twitter at Kyle Dotson Funny or at Rock Solid Show and give Kyle some birthday love. That's what we're going to do. That's how we started June 8th. All right, look, here's what we're doing today. This is a listener's curated episode. We're doing an all Bowie episode. We've done Bowie episodes in the past. We did a live one with uh, David Wilde and Mike and Murray and Christy. And was April there? I think April was there too. And then I did one with April. And there's just so much Bowie music. And I wanted to give the listeners a chance to throw down some of their favorites. When we do a listener episode like this, there's no, there's no rules. Some guys threw me some live stuff, some bootleg stuff, some B-side stuff, some rare stuff, some hard-to-find stuff. So we got a jam-packed show for you. And possibly Pilar might come up to the office and sit down for a little bit. She said she would. But people lie. You know, so I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, What else do we got going? Let me think. I was going to tell you something else. Oh, 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 I'll just throw out the, uh, the topic for next week right up front. The next Curated Listener's Monday Quarantine Bonus Episode. The topic will be, we're going to call it Up North and Down Under. So you can send me a song from either your favorite Canadian artist or your favorite Australian artist. Don't, don't be asking me about New Zealand. It's Canada and Australia. So you either throw out some April wine or maybe you hit me with some Olivia Newton-John. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. Canada and Australia. Don't do any tricky stuff. Okay? I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to take it. It's, it's, either, it's either Loverboy from Canada or it's Cold Chisel from Australia. That's it. All right, so that's what the next topic is. It's open to anyone who can hear me right now. Do not send me any songs. You got to record your intro. You got to and you got to s- possibly send me the song this time because I, I had all the Bowie music. I might not have all the songs that you want me to play. So 
attach the song and your intro. Don't forget to introduce yourself at the beginning of your intro. Let's try to keep these at 90 seconds. And you can start sending me music, you know, 6 a.m. on Tuesday, June 9th. And then by Thursday, the 11th at midnight, that's my cutoff point. So if it gets in after that and you don't make it on the show, you'll know why. All right, let's get it going. I'm going to start out with the Bowie song first. I'm going to go with, from 1967, this is off uh, David Bowie's first album. This one, he was going to be a, a pop star. I mean, he still was a pop star and a rock star and everything. But this was, I think this was his first single ever. And this is called Love You Till Tuesday on Rock Solid. Just look through your window. Look who sits outside. Little me is waiting, standing through the night. When you walk out through your door, I'll wave my flag and shout. Beautiful baby, my burning desire Started on Sunday Give me your heart and I'll love you till Tuesday Da-da-da-dum 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 I like that one a lot. That's a fun one. It's like, they're, it's like Herman's Hermits. Hiding in the apple... I don't know what he says then. Tree? I'm going to say tree. All right, so that was me. I started it off with that. Now, who's going to really kick it off? It's going to be a, a guy named Daryl Asher. I introduced Daryl because I got to give him some props because he's doing all the Monday bonus episode artwork. He's been doing some other artwork here and there too for Thursday episodes if I need it quickly. So thank you to Daryl. And so that's why Daryl gets to kick it off right now. Hello again, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. My choice of song today is from the Diamond Dogs album, and it's called Candidate. When I bought the Diamond Dogs album in 1974, I listened to it all the way through with uh, big-ass headphones, because that's how we did things in the 70s. We listened to whole albums all the way through. Sounds crazy. Anyway, I was 14. I loved every bit of that album right away. But what really got its hooks in me was the sequence of Sweet Thing, Candidate, and Sweet Thing Reprise. Sweet Thing is a slow, sultry number, and then it segues into Candidate. The pace picks up, sheer volume of words picks up, and then it drops right back into the reprise of Sweet Thing. I have no idea what any of it actually means, but it's probably the musical version of a cocaine rush, according to what I've heard. Anyway... Here is whatever part of Candidate Pat finds appropriate, but go listen to all of it because it's great. I'll make you a deal like any other candidate. You'll pretend we're walking home because your future's at stake. My set is amazing, it even smells like a street There's a bar at the end where I could meet you and your friend Someone scrawled on the wall, I smell the blood of their tree cutters Wrote up scandals in other bars 
All right, now I'm going to go into a little bit of Sweet Thing reprise because Daryl requested it. So here we go. Sweet Thing Reprise, brought to you by the mind of Daryl Asher. Head over to Twitter right now, give Daryl a follow, at Daryl Asher. Couldn't be easier. Could not be easier. All right. Next up, trying to think if, uh, if this person has contributed to one of these episodes yet. If, I, uh, if you did and I forgot about it, I'm sorry. I apologize. But here we go. Hi, Pat. Hi, Rock Solid listeners. This is Michael Van Zandt. Wow. Uh, a favorite David Bowie song. Um, it's probably like trying to pick your favorite child. <laughs> it's just almost impossible. To oh, Ezra. Do. It'd be Ezra. Uh, David's catalog is so amazing. Um, It'd be I absolutely love David Bowie. Um, I wouldn't. I hate to say it. I wouldn't consider myself a, a you know a, a fanatic. A, 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 you know, crazy fan, but his music is so amazing. Um, his eras, his early eras, the early seventies eras, um, you know, the Berlin trilogy, uh, his kind of a resurgence in the eighties and really finding, uh, uh, a new audience. Um, and then my God, Tim machine is amazing. Um, little uh, hint there for everybody um but and then what came later in you know the 2000s uh heathen obviously black star there's just so much great stuff so um but i am gonna have to pick at least one here um and so i think the song that really kicks it off to signal where he was going to be going with his uh, artistic style, his musicianship, um, and, and what was really a sign of things to come for several albums is uh, The Man Who Sold the World album. And I'm going to go with the, the opening track, uh, The Width of a Circle. Now, does it need to be eight minutes long? Maybe not. But it's at least an eight-minute song that uh, is pretty awesome. 
And uh, gosh, if I was gonna if I was gonna pick something off the the first album, the '69 album, uh, it would be Janine, uh, Tony Visconti playing bass and producing these albums. Uh, gosh, what a you know what a great wait great partnership. Um, you know, I could just ramble on and on about how awesome David is, but uh, let's let's kind of kick things off here with uh, the width of a circle. Thanks, guys. circle off the album the man who sold the world now here's the thing i came to the david bowie party very late in the game just i don't know five maybe five years ago maybe less is when i um i started to listen to these albums top to bottom and purchase them and i i own them all right now but um but i haven't i haven't spent enough time with them to know every single track on every single album. So a song like this sounds brand new to me, even though I've listened to The Man Who Sold the World, but this makes me want to pull that album out tomorrow and listen to it. So um, maybe that's what I'll do, because that song sounded great, the bass sounded great, and uh, very cool. That's the thing, when you come late to a part of the party, you know, it's not, it's not in your DNA, you know. I've been listening to... Uh, the Who and Cheap Tricks since high school. So, you know, 40 years of that is, is in me. But, uh, so I need to, uh, I need to go back and listen to these David Bowie albums yet again. Great stuff. Good job, Michael Van Zandt. Also, Ezra's not my favorite child. And it's not Rita. It's probably Fila. But uh, I love all my babies the same. Just like Stevie Nicks likes her, all the songs she's written. All right, let's hear from someone else. Oh, also, when you send me, uh, when you send me your song choice, if uh, if you have a cue point, uh, let me know, and I will I will gladly start it from your cue point. Otherwise, I'll just pick one, and the one I pick might not be the best one for you. Here we go. Hi, Pat. It's Karen Landry. The Bowie song I picked is not my favorite, but it brings me back to a fun time in my life. I was a DJ in a nightclub in the mid-80s to the early 90s. The club was called Ziggy's. The last song we played every night was Ziggy Stardust. I would sometimes sneak in the Bauhaus version depending on the crowd. Enjoy and stay safe everyone. (laughs) 
Ziggy played guitar Jamming good with Webb and Gilly And the spiders from Mars He played it left hand But made it too far Became the special man Then we were Ziggy's band Ziggy really sang Screwed up eyes and screwed down hairdo Like some cat from Japan He could lick them by smiling He could leave them to hang Became on so loaded man Well hung snow white tan so funny we've only played four songs so far and they've all just been so different the guy did so many different things you could not uh you cannot pigeonhole him it's amazing uh i think it was michael van zandt who mentioned tin machine i'll let you know i tweeted about uh some tin machine news the other uh just a day ago that their second album was going to be re-released on vinyl and CD, and then the guitar player who played with David Bowie for years and was in Tin Machine, Reeves Gabriels, he he responded and said that that is not a sanctioned release. So buyer beware, maybe not pull the trigger on buying that yet until we get some more information from from this guy. He he also then followed Rock Solid on Twitter, and he's followed... um, me personally on Twitter. So that's cool. I followed back. I'm sure he's very excited about that. And um, what do we got? Someone just said it and sat in front of me. Hold on. Who is it? Hi. Say it again. Hello. Yeah, that, that works for me. Does that work for you? Yeah. Does that sound good? Yep. All right. So we're doing, uh, we're doing all David Bowie today. Cool. You like David Bowie? Who doesn't like David Bowie? I don't know. There's probably some jerk that doesn't. <laughs> What's your favorite David Bowie song? You weren't into David Bowie when I we met, though. You liked, were I liked, not into him. I like the hits. And then I just talked about it before you came in, how I came to the to the party late, mm-hmm. and I own all the albums now. Yeah, now and, you're uh, an expert. No, I'm not, no? An, I'm not an expert. No, not by any stretch of the imagination. But, I, uh, but I'm a big fan now, and, and bummed that I never got to see him live. Oh. He would be in that uh, column with uh, Freddie Mercury... Mer- oh, I can't even talk. Freddie Mercury, <laughs> Freddie Mercury and Queen. How how long did David Bowie keep touring for? Like doing live concerts? <sighs> See, I said I'm not an expert, so um, I forget. I forget what his last tour was, but um, into the 2000s. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I think then he had like a heart thing happen when he was on tour, and then I don't know if he toured anymore after that. Wow. So, but again, you was married to the same woman for the whole time, right? Yeah. And then, but I forget. She's a model. Is it Iman? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, She's married to Iman. And you can at me if I'm wrong about that touring stuff. Please do. So that way I'll know. Okay. All right. So moving on. What's gonna, what do 
we got next here? Oh, this is cool. This, uh, this I had read about, but I didn't own this, but now I own it because the guy sent the song along. And this is, uh, this is Bowie covering another artist. And here we go. Hi, Pat and all the other solid rockers. <laughs> this is Chris in Iowa, and I would like to make a recommendation for your listener-curated all-David Bowie episode. And I think I might have a rarity here, possibly even a rock-solid exclusive. Ooh. The song is called Growing Up, and it was recorded at some point in 1973 in the course of the Pinups Sessions, which was an album of cover songs that Bowie released between Aladdin Sane and his next album, Diamond Dogs. Now, I always thought that this song was part of the original album track listing, but after doing a little cursory research, I learned that the song only appears on the 1990 CD reissue of Pinups, and it just so happens that a few years ago I had the good fortune of finding a copy of the CD wedged inside a 200-disc changer that I received secondhand. So after learning that it was not on the original album, I checked both music services, yes, Amazon and iTunes, and I'm sorry to say that if you need a digital download of this song, you might be out of luck. Or you can just text me. So, without further ado, I present to you Growing Up by David Bowie. Now, I just want to, I just have to stop for a second because um, what Chris didn't say is this song, this is a cover of the Bruce Springsteen song, Growing Up. I was wondering, up. Yeah. yeah. So that's what it is. So I'm just filling in the blank there for Chris, and uh, here we go. Enjoy the song and take care. Well, I stood stone like a midnight Suspended in my masquerade I combed my hair till it was just right It got it got more Bowie. It got more Bowie. It started out like kind of straight up. He maybe it, was it doing a little Springsteen impression almost. Yeah. A little rasp in his voice. Yeah. Uh, well, Chris, thank you so much for sending that. And thank you for sending me the, the MP3 too, because I did not own this song. And I've read about it and I knew about it, but I could never find it myself. But now I own it. So ah. thank you so much. And I want to know, Chris, email me and let me know. When you found this 200 CD changer... Were there 200 CDs in it? <laughs> it sounds like this one was definitely in it, but were, were, there, were there 200 in it? That like would a be treasure a, chest. That would, oh my God, that would be so amazing. <laughs> I love, so I love amazing. that like rock solid, the people who listen to them are solid rockers. 
That, um, that's awesome. Has other people, I mean. Some people call it the Greetings Rock Solid Nation. Everyone has a little bit of a, a couple people call it um, the Solid Rockers. And I so, love it. I you love, like the Solid Rockers? I do. If you listen to Rock Solid, you are a solid rocker. I don't think Chris coined it, but that's but he awesome. did. He, he's using it, so yeah. that's cool. All right, coming up next, this is another guy that does artwork for us a lot, and he'll introduce himself, and here we go. Hey, Pat, it's Kyle Hildreth from the Woods of Western Mass. Bowie, huh? Okay. Not a huge fan. I mean, I like the hits and all, but and I, of course, appreciate what he did for music and his longevity as well. But um, other than that, I'm not a big fan. So I guess <laughs> I'm going to have to pick the Seagull Stinkaroo for the week, and that would be Law off 1997's Earthling. So please insert your music here or in your head and enjoy Law by David Bowie. And thank God it wasn't Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Stinky. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah, look, I mean, every rocker has a song like this. Everybody does. Right. Especially when you put out so many albums, you're going to have more than one. Yeah, every once in a while you're like, let's try this. It's cool. It's experimental. Nope. I like how Kyle's not a fan, but he, uh, he definitely wanted to be involved in the episode. <laughs> um, he said he lives in Western Massachusetts. Yes, he does. So so probably he, right near where Ezra goes to college. He's told me that if there, we ever need something, he's there for us. Very cool. So Thank you. It's always nice, especially when your kid's uh, across the country. You need that. Yeah. You need that support. So thank you so much. Um, oh, we had a stinkeroo, so I, I need to wash that right out of our... Uh, out of our ears okay. with one of my picks right. from Aladdin Insane from 1973. This song is Watch That Man. Watch That Man. Have you ever heard that song? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. But, you know, I, I that may be my answer to a lot of stuff where I go, well, it sounds familiar, I'm not sure. Now, we, you and I just got back from a long hike. How tired are you? I'm, I'm so tired. And also, it's just been a really busy work week and mm-hmm. weekend. And, yeah. You know, yeah. I only stopped teaching this morning. 
So I'm, right. I'm just a little like. So you're gonna hang. In, you're gonna be here for a little bit, but not, little bit. not a long time. Yeah, yeah. Not a long time. Sorry, I feel bad because like every time I'm on on Sunday, I'm like, I'm so tired. Oh yeah. my goodness. Well, that's because you work. This is like your your one day where you kind of have half a day. Yeah, off. yeah. So I get like so. in sort of decompression mode. We Ma- took- made everybody uh their little breakfast downstairs mm-hmm. before I came up. You, uh, currently, you have a, a loaf of bread in the bread machine? I have a loaf of bread in the bread machine. I made sweet potato muffins yesterday. And so I made everybody chocolate, almond milk, and sweet potato muffins mm. for their snack That's right. this afternoon. And I believe that was, that, was, uh, that was the band I talked about earlier, David Bowie's band, uh, Bread Machine. <laughs> I think that, no, I'm sorry, that's Tim Machine. Um, okay, so you know this about me, Pilar. I have a lot of difficulty with people's last names. You mean pronouncing them? Pronouncing them. Because you always remember everybody's I, name. Yes, You're I so remember them. That even if I, if, and, uh, but yeah, when I, when I see a last name, last names are tricky because I'm like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like my last name is Dodson. That's, oh. You can't mess that up. Thanks for clearing that yeah. one up. Because I, I was going to ask. My middle name is Francis. You can't mess that up either. No. But there, there are some names that there are pronunciations that you can get wrong. Alessandra. Alessandra. I don't know. That's kind of straightforward. You know what I mean? That is true. That is true. But you always said my first name perfectly the first time I ever met you. Plar. And I was one of the reasons I fell in love with you. Wow. Yeah. It's just that simple, men. I'm easy. Say their first name right. (laughs) They're in. Hello, Jane Dunn. (laughs) All right. So this, uh, this intro is funny and and it kills me too because well you'll hear and uh, feel free to laugh feel free to laugh at me here we go hey pat and anybody else who might be co-hosting today this is greg cadester from carmichael california loving the show loving all these bonus episodes but i have to tell you one thing my last name is not cadester ah. i know that might come as a shock I know that last names are kind of like your kryptonite. (laughs) It's terrible. Um, I think it was a few years ago we kind of went back and forth on some text messages and and emails trying to explain how to pronounce my last name. And then I left a voicemail and I said (laughs) Chittister. My last name's Chittister. Chittister. And the next thing I know, it was Cadester. And you know what? I like it. I stopped uh, (laughs) fighting the good fight at that point. (laughs) I just let you go with Cadester. I know you've been saying it for couple years or so i don't know but oh my uh God, way it's too fine. long i may legally change it to that I don't know I but you know what else is difficult for people to say and that is david bowie's album tonight is a great album and it is i love it i love this david bowie episode and i boy i must have been 15 and a friend of mine had Let's Dance, and then when Tonight came out, that was the album I bought. It was the first album I ever bought from David Bowie, and there was nothing that was going to stop me from loving it. And a lot of people put it down. Those people aren't good people. <laughs> uh, it's a great album back in 19, what, 84 or 5? It's a great album now. So let's take a little listen to the opening track, Loving the Alien. Probably my favorite David Bowie song.
so good. I love that song so much. Thanks, Pat. Oh, and by the way, when Josh Fitzgerald mentioned me on his podcast, he nailed my last name ah! perfectly. Oh, burn. Have a good day. <laughs> wow. I was about to suggest that he be a co-host, this guy. He's very good. Oh, yeah, he's great. I, and, and you owe him for years oh of not God, saying his I name correctly. Chittister. 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 We had, now, the reason that I never said his name correctly uh-huh. is because I, I heard an urban legend that if you say, if you say Chittister five times in the mirror, uh, Candyman appears. There you go. Um, Chittister. I feel so bad. The, remember this uh, this Christmas when I got a package in the mail and it was that police vinyl box set? Oh, yeah. That was from that was from Greg Chittister. And I said, look what Greg Cadester just there got me. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Greg. I know. I apologize. I'll never forget it, though, will I? No. I, I have the same problem, though. When I'm introducing people on my podcast, I always screw up their names in front of them. It's tough. Yeah. It's hard. It's... Oh, when, it's also nerves. When Bill Moomy was on with Action Skulls, before, Billy we, st- Mummy? <laughs> before we start recording, I said, uh, so it's uh, Billy Mumi? Is that the way you say it? He's like, well, first of all, no one's called me Billy <laughs> in about 35 years, <laughs> except my mom. <laughs> and it's actually not Mumi, it's Moomy. <laughs> and I was like, this is a terrible way to start. <laughs> but... It, what are you going to do? Yeah. All right. Well, since uh, since Greg Chittister, how about mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Yeah. Chittister. Maybe think like Chittister the Kidster. Don't screw me up any no? more than... Okay. So he name-checked Josh Fitzgerald at the end to uh, to burn me, to yeah. sizzle me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this next one is going to start with Josh Fitzgerald. But the the next the next song we're going to hear... You're actually going to hear three intros for it first because three people picked the same song. So sit back and relax for about three minutes. Wow. Of uh, That'll be all three people, three okay. intros, and then we'll go into the song that all three of these gentlemen love. Here we go. Hey, Rock Solid. Josh Fitzgerald here. So I have to admit, I am somewhat limited in my knowledge of David Bowie. I own a lot of his albums, but I've only really took the time to listen to maybe a handful of them. I just tend to get a little overwhelmed by how vast his discography is, but I'm hoping that this episode's gonna give me some starting points that I can really take the plunge and dive into some of his deeper works, which is something I've always wanted to do. So um, because of that, I went a little bit basic for my song choice, but I think this song is not only his greatest accomplishment, from what I've heard so far, but I really think it's just one of the most beautiful, beautiful songs ever composed from my favorite album, Hunky Dory, and I chose Life on Mars, and it's carried by that really spellbinding piano part from Rick Wakeman from Yes, and, y- you know, I- I'm not entirely sure specifically what the song is about or what it's trying to say, but I do know that the song always makes me cry when I hear it without fail, and hearing it this morning, there was a lot of really striking lyrical moments that were very poignant and relevant to today's society and without getting too political it just had me thinking that if there is in fact life on mars let's just hope to god that they're in a better place than life on earth right now so here is life on mars by david bowie hi everyone it's friend of the show kevin hartbarger joining once again from chicagoland you know i've never kept an official list of my favorite songs 
But there are certainly ones that when I hear them, I think, yeah, that's definitely one of them. Now, some songs have stuck with me from the start, like Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. But some have entered my personal pantheon more recently. David Bowie's Life on Mars is one of those. I don't know much about music theory, so I'm not sure if it's an octave jump or a chord change that happens when the chorus comes in on this song, but it really gets to me. So from 1971's Hunky Dory, let's dance to Life on Mars from the great David Bowie. Thanks for having me, Pat. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid Nation. This is Peter Barter from New York City. I have to admit that I don't know Bowie's music as well as I'd like, so I'm looking forward to this episode expanding my knowledge beyond the big hits. There is one Bowie song that has special meaning for me, which is why I'm submitting. A good friend of mine from high school and college was determined to make it as a musician, so after we graduated, he started playing gigs wherever he could while I went to law school. The summer after my first year, I'd go see him at various clubs and open mics while he tried to make a name for himself, and I ate a cheeseburger. We never knew when he'd go on or how much time he'd get, but we got to hang out and see other up-and-coming musicians apply their craft, and you know, some of them even made it. One of the songs he would do was Bowie's Life on Mars. It was my first exposure to this song, but it showed me both how talented my friend was and how gifted Bowie was as a songwriter. Today, my friend is a professional piano player in Vegas and hosts a weekly cabaret. Life on Mars reminds me of him every time I hear it. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks. It's a god-awful small affair To the girl with the mousy hair But her mummy is yelling no And her daddy has told her to go But her friend is nowhere to be seen Now she walks through her sunken dream To the seat with the clearest view and she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for For she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools As they ask her to focus on Sailors fighting in the dance hall See why it's everybody's favorite. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Now you've been here uh, listening so far. You've heard three Bowie songs. Uh-huh. Everyone different. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Every everything is. It's it's like, like you know it's Bowie, but it's everything is different. Right, but then when you think about a specific Bowie sound, I think that last one is what I think of. Right. Yeah. The the um, yeah, like the uh, seventy one through seventy four. Is uh is pretty big time, uh, Bowie. Were those those his Ziggy Stardust years? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now there is there's definitely one here that I want to play for you today. Let me find it. Uh, is it not? It's yours. Your pick? No, 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 no. It's someone else's pick. But I want you to. I just know that you'll like this intro and you'll like everything about it. So, uh, <laughs> okay. So that's why I'm gonna play this one right now. So because uh, I you know I hear all I have to listen to all these intros before I. To make sure that, uh, you know. Nobody says anything mean. 
Well, no, I leave that in. <laughs> I don't censor them. I just want to make sure the audio quality is up to snuff. Got it. Or, you know, decent. Okay, here we go. The show, uh, Olivia just turned 16. Oh, and wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 something. See, now hold on a second. Oh. Something happened. You just jinxed yourself. I did jinx myself. Huh. Let me look. So interesting about that last song, too, is that I, I also don't have the, the language for music to ex- explain what I'm hearing, but it felt like there were like three sections to it. Like just when you think it's going to go in like this sort of obvious chorus, it goes to something completely different. And yet right. all of those passages are connected somehow, you know, and it's like, how do, how do you do that? You know, Bobby, you should, you should, that piano part, you should look that up on your, uh, yeah. On your online thing. I L- Life on Mars. See if you can see if you can learn that. Okay. All right, here we go. I know what I did wrong, but uh, I'm not editing this out. I'm just I just fixed it while we talked. And there you go. Here we go. Okay. Starting from the beginning. All right. Hey Pat. This is Dwayne Hoffman and my daughter. Olivia. We're from Columbus, Ohio. I've been listening to your podcast for years. Love the show. Uh, Olivia just turned sixteen and recently asked me what David Bowie I had in my collection. So we uh, took a long drive, and during this lockdown, listened to all my Bowie collection. I have had most of the 70s, early 70s stuff and uh, the singles collection, and she's now hooked. And we've been uh, adding all the albums up through Let's Dance so far, and uh, plus a Ziggy Stardust poster for her room. And I thought this was perfect timing, this episode. So uh, I thought Olivia could choose the song to play. So the song I chose is Time off of Aladdin Sane because I just really love this song. I think it's really dramatic and a little spooky, and I think it's just really incredible. So, yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Stay safe, everybody. Oh, they're so cute. I liked it. Time, he's waiting in the wings. He speaks of senseless things. This script is you and me, boy. Time, he flexes like a whore, falls wanking to the floor. His trick is you and me, boy. Olivia, that's my favorite song now, too. I really like that. That It is creepy and cool. It is. It is. What do you call that style of music, the way it starts? I don't know. It sounds like it's something from Sweeney Todd. Yeah, it reminds me of like a circus or something. Yes, yeah. Like he's... Like if there was a video, he'd be like the carnival barker. Yeah. He'd be like the ringmaster. Right. No, Not I, a carnival I love barker, that. Or the ringmaster. And also, Olivia, I didn't mean to call you cute. I liked the cuteness of the two of you together. I like your father-daughter relationship. That's very what nice. I meant. Very nice. You See, know. I knew you would like that intro. It is. That was that was very cool. And also, I mean, David Bowie, Ziggy Stardust is 
super sexy. Like there's some Easy now. <laughs> now I remember, Easy. you know, like there's, I don't know, something very cool about that whole character. Someone's, there's a shadow at the door. Yes. Hi. Hi, Hi Ezra. You want to come on in and talk about David Bowie? Oh come on! In. If you're if you're gonna, <laughs> is this bread talk? You have to ask about the bread. Oh, I need you have a new, to ask on Steve O'Docker said I need, I need a new I need Here a new sting. Go. I need bread talk. Hello, um, should the bread look like a loaf at this point? No, not until it no. starts to actually bake. Okay, it just it smells like baking bread, and there's a timer on it. Yeah. Right, so, so I, it, I think it It really just, just bakes like the last 40 minutes is when it really bakes. Yeah, it's so it, rising. It'll yeah. smooth out, yeah. I yeah. Make sure I knew. Yes. Man, someone wants bread. No, I just knew if mommy's bread didn't turn out, then she'd be sad. Well, there's well, nothing we can do about it. There have been things that haven't turned out, but that's that's why we're trying yeah. all these different things. I'm okay if it's an experiment. Sure. Your sister Thank didn't turn you. your sister didn't turn out that great, and we still love her. We do. She's, she's, she was not an she accident. She was not an accident. She was I not can tell an accident. you, Ezra. She was not an accident. This is a fun ongoing goof I have. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah she's not, not an accident. It's a very fun ongoing goof because I like how much my mom gets mad when I say it. Yeah. Because she was so planned. I can't even tell you. Like, I was like, on this day we shall start. Now, what I find... Having, uh, oh, sorry. What, no, <laughs> what I find interesting is you you referred to Pilar as your mom. Yeah. We have, I have something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I this has gone down a rabbit hole. All right. No, no, no. no don't let the cat in. in. Don't you, let the cat you're, in. You're a fila buster. Go, yeah. go and, uh, and solve that problem for us. All right. We'll talk to you later. Love you. Bye. You come up here, you got to sit down and get on a mic. It's like the bread police. <laughs> it's the bread police. That's my favorite cheap trick song. The bread police, they live inside in my oven. <laughs> The bread police, they know that's what I'm this loving. This bread machine you got me for Mother's Day has become like a pet. Like we're all trying to figure out how to how to deal with the new yeah. pet, how to take care of it. Yeah, how we, to... we just, we throw some dry ingredients into it. And the next thing we know, we're carving up. We're all looking at it, waiting for it. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Okay. Couple more. What do you think? Couple more? Are you in for a couple more? Couple more. All right. Here we go. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is David Nichol from Ontario, Canada. What is there to say? David Bowie is a legend. (laughs) Even some of the other very biggest music legends seem to borrow a little inspiration from time to time. Ever noticed how even Prince nicked the opening from fashion just a few years later for When Doves Cry? I love the music from all of Bowie's different eras, including the less acclaimed 80s period, and I feel very fortunate to have seen him live on several occasions. Wow. The first being the Glass Spider tour with Duran Duran as opener. My pick also comes from this era with the track Julie, a catchy B-side from 1987's Never Let Me Down album. Enjoy, and thanks again, Pat. I really appreciate all your efforts to keep us entertained with all these great podcasts.
just a straight-up pop rock song from David Bowie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a B-side to the song Day In, Day Out from 1987's Never Let Me Down. Thank you so much, David, because I did not own this B-side, and now I do. Is this just your way to get music from people? Shut Is up. that what... Oh. Shut up. Okay. Don't give my secret away. All right. Um, no, it just so happens sometimes when people send stuff, I don't have it, and I'm shocked, but I, I really like that song a, a lot, and I'm pretty sure... This next song, uh, David also sent to me, David Nickel. I, th- I think you sent this to me, David. I think it was attached with uh, your intro in, in the song Julie. And um, you know I love when, uh, when artists uh, sing in another language. So this is David Bowie singing uh, Day In, Day Out. In and what language? C. The background singers are still singing in English, yo. They're still singing day in, day out. Mm-hmm. Now, I know many of you listening right now are expecting me to jump right in to David Lee Roth's Yankee Rose in Spanish. Luckily for Pilar, somehow it is not on the computer I am currently using. Thank you. Thank or, you. Or else we would definitely be hearing that. I've right heard now. you do that. And uh, and this actually, unfortunately, sounds a little similar. Like, I, I appreciate the effort, but... But yeah, it's, it's one, unnecessary. Yeah, it was not working for him. It's unnecessary. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, my, I don't know. Hmm. Did you like it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Uh, I only had, uh, I didn't have any of the uh, rotating uh, Rock Solid uh, co-hosts join in this week. Um... So you got new people. I got new people, but 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 I did get, uh, but uh, Christine Blackburn did. Okay. So we got Christine. So here we go. All right. Listeners, it's Christine Blackburn from the Storyworthy Podcast. And uh, when Pat mentioned David Bowie, well, that was uh, very simple for me. I went right to the song Changes because, uh, boy, it was such a prevalent song when I was growing up in the 70s. Now, the, the song itself... Uh, was on the album Hunky Dory, which came out in December of 1971. But this is uh, the same time, like I said, that I was growing up 
outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now, I'm the youngest of six, right? So I have four sisters and a brother. And I'm, uh, I'm actually very close with my brother. Now, here's the thing. Growing up, he called me fatty and he called me bucky. I wasn't fat. I did have buck teeth. But the point is, is, you know, how brothers and sisters tease each other. Well, my brother stuttered. And so I would run around the house chasing him, yelling, ch-ch-changes. Or I would go to uh, George Thorogood, b-b-bed the bone. And then he would say, fatty. And I'd say, mom, fatty, ch-ch-changes. <laughs> so that's why I want to bring this song to the table today. Uh, this song actually ranked 128 on the Rolling Stone list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. So I'm not alone. And it's one of the four songs of Bowie's to be included in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. Wow. And it was also inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 2016. So there you go. That's my song. Enjoy it. Ch-ch-changes. Still don't know what I was waiting for And my time was running wild A million dead-end streets And every time I thought I got it made It seemed the taste was not so sweet So I turned myself to face me But I've never caught a glimpse How the others must see the faker I'm much too fast to take that test. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Turn and face the strange. Ch-ch-changes. Don't want to be a richer man. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Turn and face the strange. Ch-ch-changes. It's going to have to be a different man. Now may change me. All right, you guys, was that great or what? That was See, great. I told you. Hey, as always, great to be here. I hope everybody's doing all right. Stay safe, everybody. Again, it's Christine Blackburn from the Storyworthy Podcast. Head over there. Give it a listen. I would appreciate it. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Christine. That was great. I like that story. That Because it just sounds exactly... You, you just know it's, it's for sure true because, uh, you know, brothers and sisters are always teasing each other. And then I like how she added, uh, Mom. And that, and that song was in everybody's life yes it's the you know you could immediately just go into it at any point you know even if you're not a bowie fan right i i really doubt there's anyone who doesn't like that song um it's definitely one of his uh quintessential songs but there's some artists where if i if i say an artist you, you immediately can think of there's you literally like one song a little pop in pop in your head normally mm-hmm. but, wait, but with david bowie i find that there's many Mm. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I said Bruce Springsteen, what would you think of? Uh, I, I, I would, you know, I would think of all those Bruce Springsteen songs. No, you're supposed to think of the, what would be the one? Um, See, I think, I think when, 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 <laughs> when I think when you say Bruce Springsteen, I think, I think it's Born to Run. I think it's Born to Run. You are the worst. I am. <laughs> you're you, tired. Why were you asking me? These? I was just, I was, you know, yeah. I wasn't asking you directly. Want, you want another shot? No, because I don't know titles. I just go, I don't know, something about New Jersey? I, I don't know. All right. Uh, All right. Here, I'm going to play this one for you. This is one of my picks. This is from the album Low from 1977. This is Be My Wife. Aw. Okay. You can decide after the song's done. 
that one dancing in the dark born in the usa <laughs> fire no but i want one i don't want you to list it. i don't Streets want you to of philadelphia glory days no, this is not what i want you thunder to do thunder road no, please what? stop doing that please stop doing that <laughs> okay. it's not what i want you to do yes i will be your wife all right good. I, I like that song i think though that even though i really appreciate your mm-hmm. proposal yeah, yeah yeah i say yes to the proposal but i have to i have to depart so thank you so much for including me again in one of your wonderful listeners. I think you should hear one more song, <laughs> and then I'll let you go. Okay. Can you hear one more? Sure. All right. Let's hear this one. You ready? Ready. Hey, y'all. Tony Greathouse. Uh-huh. With my submission to the David Bowie topic. I love David Bowie. I admittedly don't have a lot of the catalog, though. It's very vast. I should fix that. (laughs) I didn't look back very far because the first thing that crossed my mind was his last single, Lazarus. The drumming on this song is phenomenal. A lot of jazz in this album, which my uncultured ass doesn't know a whole lot about, but I know what sounds good. And the lyrics of this song are just heartbreaking, especially if you play it about one minute in, and when I, it still hurts to hear these lyrics. Rest in peace, David Bowie. Y'all be careful and y'all be sweet. Thanks, Pat. Look up here, I'm in heaven. I've got scars that can't be seen I've got drama can't be stolen Everybody knows me now theatrical song I like that I love that one yeah yeah 
I'm like you, Tony. I don't, I don't know a lot about jazz. I just know what I like, and I like that song. I like Tony's voice. Tony <laughs> is like... Seriously, he could say anything, and I'd just be like, "Yeah, Tony, keep talking." He's played, uh, he's played, uh, name that tune with us the last two weeks. And uh, how has that been going with the name, name that tune? It's a blast. Yeah. Anyone who's playing is we're having a blast. It's how, like, how many people are usually doing it? Uh, I'm trying to think because there's like you know I'm trying to look at the grid of how many people are on Zoom. It's usually like like if 20? it's a full yeah that's around it's twenty or twenty five people yeah. yeah yeah it's good wow so uh, yeah we're having fun. I would be the worst at name that tune, like the worst. I would just be like, like never ever have even one because I can't remember titles. It's the worst. And, and these people are fast. Yeah, these people are fast. I mean, it's like you'll hear like a second of it, and someone's like, uh, you know, Joe, Dave. You know, they know it, and they're just like, boom. So, um, but it's fun because we're just all, you know, we're all talking and having fun and joking, and you know. Good. We all joke around, so uh, it's good. And it's really fun. You know, music is just such a great way to get everybody like focused, yeah. relaxed, good community. Yeah. You know, there's it's, it's not it's we yeah it's like uh, two hours every Saturday we've been doing it, and um, I guess we'll keep doing it until until we can go out and about, and then and maybe in a couple months down the road we'll all decide that hey let's do that let's do that now. Or until the asteroid hits. One or until the asteroid hits. Or the other. One or the other. You're right. So, well, thank you for sitting in. Thank you. I know uh, you got to get down and, and handle this bread. I know what's happening with the bread. What? Oh, now, my goodness. Do you have one of those long wooden paddles that you stick in the oven to pull the bread out with? Yes, after I knead it by hand. <laughs> yeah. Tell us, tell us the process, though, with the bread machine. You just put the dry ingredients in there. When you put the wet ingredients in, what's then you the wet? Put the, tell, tell us what the wet ingredients. It's just are. water and oil. No egg. Uh, uh, some recipes call for that. Okay, but today it was water and oil. Yeah, it's water, oil, sugar, salt, and okay. then you add the flour, and um, and then you make a little divot and you put in the yeast, and then the bread machine does it for you. It's the you, laziest thing in the world. And then you close the lid, you yeah. push the button, and then. It needs it. It does all the whole yeah. process, and it's ready in what about three and a half yeah. hours? Yeah, you know these things have been around for a long time. It's not like you're like, yes, hello, know. people. I guess know. what we? Guess you, what? You used to have one a long time ago, and then yes. you decided that you wanted. Well, because it was an, just you and one. me. Yes, and you didn't like bread that had anything interesting in it. And all I wanted no, to I do was want, make interesting bread. Yeah, well, I don't so. like twigs in my food. <laughs> So you put twigs and stuff. That's what's this? Well, those those are Rosemary. pine needles. Those are pine needles. No, 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 no. You know. So now I have I have children who will try new things. So not really. They just want white bread. <laughs> We're working on it. Today you made your your. You're tackling a wheat. Bread. I am. Yes, I'm. I'm just learning. What, to, and what then was I different? Will slowly what was different? Add new Th things to it. This has to be different. What was different about it? Was just there wheat flour? Wheat flour. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Interesting. This is I fascinating you, for your list. I told you I would like like a cinnamon bread with maybe like some raisins in it, and you said no. Okay. Look, I like stuff in my bread. Raisins. Except raisins. Raisins are gross. You don't like bad. raisin bread? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody likes raisins in bread. Could you make me a fruit cake? You have the palate of like a seven, like a, like a, like a, like a 90 year old man in a, in a home. Here's what Pilar, <laughs> here's what Pilar gave me for dinner last night <laughs> on a plate, uh, mashed potatoes. Yes. And, uh, green beans <laughs> and there's chicken nuggets shaped like dinosaurs. Right. And you were so happy. I, and I said, where's my applesauce? Right. <laughs> 
And where's my juice box? <laughs> All right, get out of here. You're gone. Bye. You're sprung. Goodbye. Bye. Get going. I am. Uh, if the bread gets done before I'm done, bring me a slice up. Okay. With raisins on it. <laughs> Maybe like uh, peanut butter and then raisins. Well, could you bring me... Oh, I saw... Uh, hold on a second. Now, I saw Mr. Rogers one day, and he made a thing where he took, he took celery, and he filled it with peanut butter, and then he put raisins on it, and he called that ants on a log. Bring me some of those. Bye. <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving right along. We got a lot of songs left. We do. We do. Here's a guy who also does some artwork for me once in a while. He used to do it in the day, and uh, he still does it when I ask him. And he's been also playing the Unname That Tune. Here we go. Oh, got to turn this up. We can't hear him. Okay, here we go. Hey, solid rockers. It's Glenn K. Amo yet again. David Bowie, eh? I'm not a Bowie super fan, but that Let's Dance album was a pretty big deal when I was in junior high. Yeah, we were 12 years old, and we all wore the button-up shirts with the skinny tie, and you had to have that record. I remember buying the album and thinking, this is great, my favorite song is on this one. I brought it home, put on the record, and when that song started playing, it wasn't right. It was different somehow, of course, it turns out, that he re-recorded his song from a year and a half earlier. I definitely prefer the original, it's just so cool. Even though... It describes some very ill-advised fire safety techniques. Seriously, kids, if you're trying to put out a fire, gasoline is just a bad idea. Enjoy the song, but do not follow this example. Okay, the title track from the not-very-good 1982 film, it's David Bowie with Cat People Putting Out Fire. song. I love it. So yeah, Glenn, that is the version from Let's Dance. I don't have the uh, the one from the movie. If someone has that and wants to send me that, uh, that uh, MP3, that music file, if you want to share that with me, I would love it because I do not have, uh, I do not have that one. Good job, Glenn. Good job. All right. Let's listen to our next uh, one. Oh, this is, uh, is going to be a rarity. Here we go. Hey there, Pat and the Rock Solid crew and listeners. Hope everybody is staying safe, sane, and healthy in these very weird times. This is Aaron Lowe calling in. Got another song. So, David Bowie. This ended up being a lot easier than I was expecting it to be, simply because David Bowie is such a big part of my life, he's a big part of my wife's life, and he's a big part of our relationship. Because one of the many things that we bonded over early on in our relationship was our love of David Bowie. 
And in fact, if I recall correctly, one of the first gifts I gave her was a Tin Machine album that she didn't have. And also, on our six-month anniversary of dating, we flew from Anchorage down to Washington to see the final stop of the Area 2 festival. So we got there to the Gorge early in the day. It's an outdoor festival. We got right up against the stage, right there in the center. We got one hell of a sunburn, but we were also able to watch this lineup. We saw Blue Man Group, Busta Rhymes, David Bowie, and Moby. It was very eclectic, but everybody put on a great performance. It was a lot of fun. David Bowie came out right as the sun was setting. It was great. And now, a couple of years ago, I found a very beautiful recording, a bootleg recording online of this show. I downloaded it. I burnt it to CD. I made custom artwork using photos we took on that trip. And that was one of the gifts that I gave my wife on our anniversary. And so when I saw the topic was David Bowie this week, I said to her, how can I just pick one song? What's one song that would be great? And one song that I thought, I thought the song should be indicative of both of us. And she immediately just said, well, why don't you just pick a song off of that concert we saw, the gift you gave me? And I was like, oh, yeah. And then she said, why don't you make one of the Elvis songs? The, nobody else is going to pick an Elvis song. And I said, oh, you're right. That's perfect. So, yes, he did two Elvis covers that night because it was the anniversary of Elvis's death. And the two of them share a birthday. He told a story about being in Africa when he learned about Elvis's death. And then he, le- uh, then he went right into uh, this song that I'm going to play, Feel So Bad. And then he, he did one other song after that. They're both great. He said he learned them that day, but you couldn't tell because he performed them great. Anyway, like I said before, hope everybody's doing well. And here it is, David Bowie in 2002 covering Elvis. covering Elvis Costello. But that was Elvis Presley. I feel so bad. Good job, Aaron. I like the story that you uh, that you make uh, your wife a CD, you make her the custom artwork. I like it. It shows you care. You go all out. Good job. All right. Let's, just, let's hear from another Aaron. A double shot of Aaron's. Let's see how this works out for us. Here we go. Hey there, Rock Solid listeners, Aaron here again, and I decided to take part in this David Bowie episode. When first getting into my interest of classic rock music, David Bowie was a name that I would often hear. But it wasn't until the end of ninth grade when I purchased Ziggy Stardust from iTunes, and uh, that got me hooked on his music. Now I have to admit, when I would buy an album of his and hear it for the first time, I would actually be a little bit disappointed, but then on repeated listens, I found myself liking the albums more and more to the point where I just love them, and uh, yeah, he is one of my favorite artists of all time. Along with being a great musician, David Bowie is probably one of the most selfless musicians ever, as he would utilize his star power to help out his friends. As for some examples, he would produce albums for artists such as Iggy Pop, 
Lou Reed, and Mott the Hoople. And the albums that Bowie ended up producing for these people, they ended up catapulting these aforementioned artists and made them famous. Bowie was also godfather to Mark Bowen's son, Roland. Bowie and Bowen first met when they were painting the house of their manager at the time. They just struck up a friendship right there. When Mark Bowen died, Rowan was only about one or two years old, so he really didn't get to know his father. And from what Rowan has said over the years, David Bowie more or less helped pay for Rowan's education, uh, getting him into private schools, helping him out over the years with other things. And uh, yeah, that's a good godfather right there. And I also remember David Wilde mentioning in the 2018 Year in Review Rock Solid episode about a time when he was with David Bowie in the studio and was there that Bowie taught a young Sean Lennon and Mark Ronson how to play pool. So he just seemed like a really down-to-earth nice guy. Having said that, this makes the song that I've picked even funnier. This is a song from Bowie's guest appearance on the British sitcom Extras starring Ricky Gervais. Now, I'm going to be honest, I haven't seen the TV show. I would love to watch it. I hear it's very good. But I know about the episode with Bowie in it. Now, in the episode with Bowie, Ricky Gervais's character, Andy, meets David Bowie. Now, the character of Andy has been on this show that's been getting negative reviews. Low ratings. It's a terrible show. He looks to David Bowie for some advice, only for Bowie to make fun of him in the form of a song. So, from extras, here's David Bowie singing Chubby Little Loser. He's so depressed at being hated. Fatty takes his own life. Fatty, fatso, fatso. Fatso. Yeah, let's go with fatso. Fatso takes his own life. (laughs) He blows his bloated face off. No. He blows his stupid brains out. But the twat I'd probably miss. Yes, Linda, I like that. Yeah, so do I. It's brilliant, Linda. He sold his soul for a shard of fame. Catchphrase and wig and the jokes are lame He's got no style, he's got no grace He's banal and facile, he's a fat waste of space Yeah, yeah, everybody sing that last line One, two, three He's banal and facile, he's a fat waste of space See his pop, no space Pop, 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 again All right, Aaron, go watch Extras. It's on Netflix right now. Great show. You got to watch it. I love it. All right, moving on. Here we go. Hello, Pat and the Rock Solid listeners. Uh, My David Bowie pick is Holy Holy, recorded in 1971. Uh, It was originally an A-side single, non-album, and that version is not particularly good. Uh, then he re-recorded it later that year with the Spiders from Mars band for the Ziggy Stardust album, but it was uh, uh, not included on that album, along with a number of other very good songs uh, that, uh, for whatever reason, he decided not to include there. Some of those later got released as B-sides. This was particularly, this version of Holy Holy was released a couple of years later as the B-side of Diamond Dogs in 1974. But this version from late 1971 uh, was recorded with uh, Mick Ronson on guitar and the rest of the Spiders from Mars. 
Uh, and it's a very rocking tune and uh, kind of sexy. And uh, uh, to my ears, it sounds a lot like early Queen. I'm pretty sure that Mercury and May heard this, and it sounds a heck of a lot like a song that could have been on the first or second Queen albums. Um, uh, the uh, There's currently the a band called Holy Holy that tours in England uh, with Tony Visconti on bass and the original drummer from the Spiders of Mars, Woody Woodmansey. And uh, they named their cover band after this song. And they play exclusively songs from David Bowie's uh, early 70s period when Visconti was the uh, producer. Um, I think it's a really great song and uh, hopefully you have this in your collection. Uh, the Again, the earlier single version has been re-released on one of those big box sets, but this, uh, this, this later 71 version with the Spiders of Mars has come out on a number of Ziggy Stardust reissues that include bonus tracks, but it's not on all of them, so hopefully you have this, but I think it rocks, and hopefully you can play the entire, maybe first, uh, first one... 10 of it because uh after the chorus is an amazing guitar sequence by mick ronson uh that i you know that i think is his tribute to jeff beck which in turn influenced brian may uh so enjoy holy holy listen David, that's an amazing guitar solo. Love it, love it, love it. And uh, I did not have this song. Again, thank you for sending it to me. Much appreciated. How much Bowie music is there? I have so much Bowie music, and there's like five songs so far that I did not have. So you guys are coming through big time. All right, you know him, you love him. It's West Anthony. Here we go. Greetings, rockers and solitaires. West Anthony here. I've chosen a late-period Bowie tune from his 2003 album, Reality, his last studio album for ten years before he returned in 2013 with The Next Day. I picked this one because it's one of my favorite Bowie songs, and not because of anything going on in the country today. Unless I'm lying. This is Fall Dog Bombs the Moon. There's always a moron Someone to hate 
blackest of years that have no sound, no shape, no depth, no underground for the dark. Hey, Pat Francis and Rock Solid Nation. It is Jeff, the rock and roll Frankfurter, chiming in with my selection for David Bowie. And I'm going with I'm Afraid of Americans. This is off the 1997 Earthling record. Really kind of Bowie's industrial album. Um, Song itself was co-written with Brian Eno. And the drums, bass, and guitar all feature Trent Reznor, which makes complete sense when you hear the track. Um, Interestingly, I think, is that the song was first released on the Showgirls soundtrack uh, in 95, or at least a version of it was, different, slightly different lyrics. And really, the song's just a a cynical look at American pop culture um, with such memorable lines as, Johnny is an American, Johnny looks up at the stars, Johnny combs his hair, and Johnny wants pussy in cars. So dust off your Janko stovepipes, crank it, stay frosty. Hi, this is Matt Berkey, and I'm afraid of Americans. Very nice, Jeff Frank and Matt Berkey, both choosing I'm Afraid of Americans. I believe if Kyle were here, he would have also chosen that song. Also, Matt Berkey wins the prize for shortest intro, coming in at a mere six seconds. 
Congratulations, Matt. I've got nothing for you. All right. Let me see. Do I have another one? Yeah, I have one from Ziggy Stardust. Let's listen to a little bit of Hang On to Yourself. favorites from Ziggy Stardust. Love that album. Who doesn't love it? Who out there among us does not love the Ziggy Stardust? Come on. All right. This is uh, this next song is one I wouldn't have thought someone would choose. This guy went deep and uh, with an instrumental. Let's hear about it. Hey, Pat and rock solid listeners, John Logsdon here, currently residing in Des Moines, Iowa, and I am a longtime listener, uh, but first time contributor. Uh, my, my pal, Matt Berkey, who contributes quite a bit, uh, turned me on a few years ago, and I'm very pleased that he did so because it's a, a now more than weekly event for me to listen to the podcast, so thanks for all you do. So my song that I chose. I'm a big David Bowie fan. I spent most of the day yesterday listening to David Bowie records trying to figure out the best song. I came up with this song. It's a little bit of an unusual choice. It's called V2 Schneider. It's the first song on the second side of Heroes. Heroes is the second of the trilogy uh, from Berlin and I, I really love all three of them but, but Heroes is a great record. Um, Getting on to it, uh, it's uh, it's a tribute basically to Florian Schneider, who is the one of the founders of Kraftwerk, who passed away just recently. Um, it's uh, it's it's a really amazing uh, song in that it's not a normal uh, song for Bowie. It's it has it's mostly instrumental with a little bit of vocal. The only words are really the title of the song. So uh, I'll leave that. And uh, as I am want to talk for a long time, as I am a professor, I will cut it off there and, and enjoy the song and make sure that you make it to the saxophone part because it's really the best part. Oh boy, I hope I have that in here. Waiting for some saxophone. There you go.
Heroes. It's not my favorite. It's got some good songs on it, but I, I don't care for all the instrumentals. I'm a, I like lyrics. I want to hear lyrics. I want to hear words. And Bowie had such great lyrics, so I just feel like I'm missing something when I listen to uh when I listen to that album. But people love it. People love it. Next up, oh, here we go. There, Here's a guy. He hosts the Hustle Podcast. Him and I are going to actually be recording via Zoom tomorrow for an episode that will drop uh, soon. It will drop soonly. Is that a word? Soonly? It's not a word. But here's uh, here's my friend. He comes to the house every Christmas and puts the star on top of our Christmas tree, flies in from Denver. This is John Lamoureux. Hey gang, it's John from the Hustle. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ballsy on this. I'm gonna pick something off Never Let Me Down, which everybody thinks is his worst album. I actually really like that album. And the song is Zeros. And here's why. It feels to me like such an obvious attempt at making the new Bowie anthem for the 80s. I've never read that that's true. I don't know anything about it as far as I know. He, didn't, he never talked about it. He never performed it. Nothing. But he already had heroes. And so now let's try zeros. And we'll make it a similar kind of uh, feel, feel. We're going to speak to the people who feel, you know, unseen and unloved and underappreciated. And we're going to pump them up. We're going to tell them that they too are not here. zeros. They can be heroes. And uh, But no one's ever confirmed this, even though that's exactly what it sounds like to me. So, I want to, if you don't mind, Pat, play it from around the 3 minute and 20 second mark. Sure. Because this is when the song sort of starts to transition into almost a, like, Hey Jude kind of coda for the rest of the song. Such a curio out there. I love it. I love this song. I wish it had become the anthem that it was trying to be, but it never did. And I'd love to know what the real story behind it is. Hope everyone's doing okay. Nice job, John. I look forward to recording with John tomorrow. We have so much fun. I love Never Let Me Down. And um, when the newest box set came out, there was a, another um, another version of it. I, they remixed it. And they included the original mix and this uh, mix in the box. So I'm going to play a song from that album now. This is another one of my picks. This is Time Will Crawl. I love it.
Excellent song, Pat. Thank you, Pat. Hey, there's a book I'm looking at. It's uh, across the room from me. It's on my shelf. It's called Bowie Album by Album. It's a hardback book. You need to get that. Go to Amazon and look that thing up. It is amazing. I mean, it's something I don't think any Bowie fan should be without. Get it. Bowie Album by Album. It's like one of those big coffee table books. But it's uh, but it's not just pictures. It's uh, it talks about all the albums, album by album. It says it right there on the spine. Couldn't be easier. All right, you know this next guy. He's written the uh, the nerd talk sting. He's written the tech talk sting. He's got an album called Pet Smells. He has an alter ego, which is Hob the Troll. But this is not Hob the Troll. This is, is this the alter ego or is Hob the Troll the alter ego? You decide. It's Steve-O and I'm a big fan of David Bowie. I like the early stuff. I'll be honest with you. I know that's not a lot of people's favorite, but I dig it. And this song is by a trio he was with called Feathers. This was recorded by uh, Tony Visconti, uh, but here's this song, Chingling. While walking on Red Rooster's lawn, a charred-faced man I spied. He blew into his handkerchief and stuttered as he sighed. I wish I played the doodah horn, the doodah horn is fine. I'd sell my house and burn a coach to make this daydream mine. Do da do, do da, do da do, do da, do da do, do da, do da do, do. There we go. Fine. It's a fine song. Here is the issue. He is a plagiarist from himself. For himself. Here is the song Savior Machine off of The Man Who Sold the World, also recorded by Tony Visconti. You hear that? You hear what he did? He done used that part of the song before. He done used it again. 
Oh, that David Bowie, you're a tricky fella, but we love you. And I'm Steve-O, and I love all of you very much. All right, good job, Steve-O. Ching-a-ling. Ching-a-ling-a-ding-dong and save your machine. That should be a name of a band. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ching-a-ling-a and save your machine. See, the lead singer, his name would be Ching-a-ling-a. What do you think? Yeah, that's a bad idea. What if that's the name of a David Bowie cover band? Now I like it again. All right, here's a guy who has never uh, contributed to any of these episodes. Let me start over. Here's a guy who has never contributed to any of these episodes before. Has he contributed to society? I don't know. But let's listen to uh, this gentleman introduce himself and take it away. This is Raymond Broccoli with my David Bowie song pick for the Rock Solid Podcast. Thank you, Pat. Now, as I understand it, Pat does not care for psychedelic rock. I don't know if that's true. So you might want to hold your nose for this one. This comes from the second album. Some might call this a flawed masterpiece. I would just call it a flawed collection of songs. Of course, the title track, Space Oddity, is a masterpiece. But the last song, over seven minutes long, is a different animal. I'm going to play you a mid-middle section where the guitar sounds like R2-D2. Imagine the plaintive, anxious beeps of R2-D2 as he's strolling through the Jawa land. But instead of Jawas, imagine around you all of the hippies at the free festival. Uh, the name of the song is Memory of a Free Festival. We hear the the concert goers in out in the field of the big free music festival and what appears to be R2-D2 uh, roaming um, amongst them. Here we go. Okay, the magic of vinyl. What he said there at the end, David Boy, was the sun machine is coming down and we're going to have a party. And he continues to say that for about another four minutes, over and over. And I used to think it, he was saying the soft machine is coming down because in my psychedelic rock explorations, I found out that the soft machine played this free festival the same year. And for 40 minutes, they kept repeating uh, one line over and over. So I thought, until I looked at the lyrics, I thought he was saying the soft machine over and over in this song about a free festival, but he's saying the sun machine. And one more thing, when he, right before they break into the R2-D2 part, he says, um, Peter went to the spaceship and the captain said no, or shook his head no. And I always imagined that was Peter Noon of the Herman's Hermits. He was trying to join his hippie brothers and sisters but they like said he wasn't cool enough of course that is not true at all uh, i i really thought it was true at first though um okay thank you 
Okay, something's happening. We got uh, Pilar just walked in and she's carrying a, um, oh no, is that hot? Oh my God. That's the bread you made. That, Ezra was right. It looks it like. It looks like a turd. It, yeah, it looks like Jabba the Hutt. Oh my God. What? Let me get a picture. Happened. People might want me to show that to oh. them. My God, what happened? I don't know what happened. What do you? Uh, I mean, do you think when we opened, like that's what I was thinking? We should never have opened it. I think we screwed it up. Oh Lord above, that's terrible. Yes, there you go. But wait a minute, is it done? It is done. Well, are you still gonna? Don't throw it out there. I want to try it. I'm not gonna throw it out. I want to try it. Just because it looks terrible. Turd bread. Terrible. Are you gonna make another one tonight? Yeah. No. Come on. But um, I'll keep I'll keep experimenting. Yeah, throw that recipe out. Like everything's good with butter and jam. Well, do not throw that out. Don't burn yourself. Wow, that looked horrible. I'm not gonna lie. That was uh, that was abysmal. I took a picture of it though. Uh, maybe I'll post it uh, after this episode drops, or else people will go, "What are you posting pictures of turds on your Twitter?" All right, here we go. This guy, I think I think this guy's contributed before. Let's hear it. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Jerry Riggs from Columbus, Ohio. Funny you chose David Bowie for this week's bonus episode. At the time I'm recording this, today is June the 2nd. 30 years ago, almost to the day, I saw David Bowie in concert, the one and only time on June the 1st, 1990, at McNichols Arena in Denver, Colorado, on the Sound and Vision Tour. I was in the Army at the time and stationed at Fort Carson, Colorado. I had about two weeks left serving in the military after a three-year stint. Some friends of mine, who I met while in Colorado, bought tickets for the concert and gave me one as a going-away present. One of the encore songs that night David Bowie played was Panic in Detroit, which is one of my favorite songs by him, from the 1973 album Aladdin Sane. This song was inspired by the Detroit riots of 1967. Fifty-plus years later, we are still going through the same bullshit of racism and discrimination like the people of Detroit went through. Amen. Thanks, Pat, for everything you do with this podcast. Everyone do your part and be safe. Take care. that song too excellent choice jerry panic in detroit also jerry thank you for your service and i just looked up that david bowie book on uh on amazon for you guys bowie album by album by paulo hewitt hardcover is available for 39.95 but the paperback Sixteen thirty-two. Now, some people don't care if it has a hardback. Everything inside's the same. 
So uh, I recommend it. Bowie, album by album. Get it. You got to get it. All right, moving on. We've heard this guy before. He's, he's, he's like a mainstay. He's like, uh, he, he contributes every week. And that's fine. There's no show if people don't contribute. Here we go. Hey, Rock Solid listeners. It's really hard recording an intro. Uh, my name is Michael Bagford. Now, wait a minute, Bagsy. Uh, why is it hard? You're doing it. You've done it before. I mean, are you drinking? Are you hitting the sauce? That's what I think. I think he's drinking in the middle of the afternoon. And that's why it's hard for him to do this. All right. I'm going to pick it up right where he left off. Uh, this song was originally written for Tina Turner. And that version was released on her Break Every Rule album. Uh, this version is the B-side to Time Will Crawl, which was off of uh, Never Let Me Down, uh, released in 1987. There are a lot of cool elements in the song. Um, song's kind of long, so there's not going to be... Not all of the elements are going to get included in this clip. But uh, here's a section that has some nice vocalization from Mr. Bowie. And this song is called Girls. Of great songs today from that uh, from that era of David Bowie. Seriously, some great great stuff. Love it, love it, love it. The album, of course, that we're talking about is what is it? What is that album called? Why can't I think now? Never let me down. That's what I'm talking about. So uh, that makes me want to go listen to that album again too. I love that album. All right. We got uh, we got one more, then I got to play out, and we'll do a little promoting and uh, chat a little bit. And then I'll let you guys go. And enjoy your Monday. Don't forget to wish uh, Kyle Dotson happy birthday, at Kyle Dotson Funny on Twitter. And uh, he'll get a kick out of it. So coming up next, oh, this, is, this song is great. This next one, I really like this a lot. So let's hear it. Introduce it for us. Hey, Pat, this is Ryan Mason, co-host of the All Night Drive-In Picture Show, the podcast that celebrates the good, the bad, the artistic, and the absurdity of the drive-in movie genre. I would beg you to listen, but, well, I ain't too proud to beg. Please listen. It's a good show. My David Bowie pick is Black Country Rock 
from the Man Who Sold the World album. This song is so badass, I, I don't even know how else to describe it. So give it a whirl, and you can just start it from the top, Pat. It's worth it. Thanks a lot. Everybody be good to each other. Up and rest up here on Black Country Rock. You never know, you might find it here on Black Country Rock. Pack and pack us up and rest up here on Black Country Rock. You never know, you might find it here on Black Country Rock. Some say the bill is crazy, but you made a That's it. The man who sold the world. That's my album of the day. As you're listening to this right now, that's my album of the day. It's got to be. Two songs from it today. I love both of them. God will hear it. It's been, it's been way too long. It's been, like I said, it's been so long that I, I, I don't even remember these songs. So that's it. It's Bowie, Bowie Monday for me. All right. Let's do some, uh, some quick promoting. Let, let me tell you what's going on. I will be recording with uh, John Lamoureux via the Zoom tomorrow night. So ASAP Club, you will have that probably Tuesday. And then Tuesday, I am supposed to record with Mr. Dennis DeYoung. Supposed to record with him last week, but he had to uh, postpone, not cancel, postpone. And his people were very apologetic, which which always is good because that means that it will happen. So fingers crossed. I'll be recording with Dennis on Tuesday. That one will drop Thursday. So ASAP Club, if I can get it to you sooner, I will. If not, you'll have to wait till Thursday for that one. Uh, Dennis's new album is called 26 East Volume 1. I highly recommend it. It's really good. Uh, I don't say that unless I unless I believe it. Because I, I, no, uh, I got no skin in the game. So uh, that's it. That's it for the show. Thank you guys for contributing. Remember, next Monday's episode will be uh, Up North and Down Under. That's what it's called. Send me a song from your favorite Canadian artist or your favorite Australian artist. Yes, Rick Springfield counts because he's from Australia, you know. But, uh, you know, don't get tricky on me. I swear to God. Don't try to pull a fast one. I, I don't know what I'll do. I'll go insane. Uh, everyone stay in, stay safe, stay healthy, stay well, continue to wash your hands, continue to do the social distancing, all that good stuff. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll be through all of this craziness soon, but, uh, I'll be here for you on Mondays until we're through it. Uh, whether you want it or not, (laughs) I'm recording. So, uh, you know, you can reach out to me on, uh, Email rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, go over to the Facebook Facebook page. Like, I can't talk. This is it. 
an hour and 53 minutes is my limit. Go to the Facebook page, like us on Facebook, go to, uh, go to iTunes and uh, write us a review and, uh, just keep listening to music. Keep enjoying yourself and, uh, keep your family close. And, uh, we are at rock solid show. Kyle is at Kyle dot some funny. I'm at Pat underscore Francis. That's it. I'm going to play out with uh, something from diamond dogs. Since Daryl started us off with Diamond Dogs, I felt like I had to play us out with Diamond Dogs. Another classic, quintessential David Bowie song. It is Rebel Rebel on Rock Solid. Take care, you guys. We'll talk soon. cars like these on auto trader like that car riding right your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time well multitasking pro cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader